0: Eevee.
1: Hello and welcome to
0: the Bum Diary. I'm Trent and I'm Janelle,
1: and we are coming to you live from
0: Trevlin, Argentina.
1: Argentina. Sorry for Janelle's music intro there.
0: I thought, it, wow, I thought people wouldn't be able to know Trent. Way to give it away.
1: Um, <laughs> that if, wasn't me. If you're new to the podcast, uh. Or if you're a long-time listener, normally we have music that starts off the show, but uh, because we're in Argentina, we are recording on a cell phone. That's why the audio is shit.
0: True. Yeah, normally we have, like, a nice mic set up. There's no echoing yeah. or, like, creaking of chairs in the background. Um, but... Like Trent said, we're in Argentina, so, yep. so you get what you get.
1: Yeah, we were <laughs> recording on the cell phone, and uh, that's the way it's going to be.
0: Yeah, for sure. Last week, we were in Rio Tranquilo. Whoa, hold on. Janelle's
1: moving way too fast. Whoa. Slow down.
0: Slow your roll, man.
1: Janelle okay. likes to go fast.
0: I do like to go fast. Like,
1: real fast, all the time. I know. Sometimes we got to slow her down.
0: Okay, slow me down. What's going on? Where are we at? Traveling. Traveling where? Argentina.
1: Nice. You tell the people that?
0: I already did. The Tribute province of Argentina. So Uh, we are on the border of Chile.
1: What's the weather forecast?
0: So right now it's cold, but all afternoon it was like 80s. But I feel like this weather because we're right next to the mountains is similar to Montana. So it'll be like 80 degrees during the day. I'll wake up in the... Okay, this is what happens. Wake up in the morning. Trent and I are wearing jackets and wool socks. By afternoon, we are wearing tank tops and sandals. Yep. (laughs) So...
1: And what's uh, Janelle's forecast?
0: Forecast. Um, good. you good? Great.
1: That's good. We're, were we Excelente. We're in Florida. It was not like that.
0: No, I know. What's your forecast?
1: I'm here. In Argentina.
0: You should be more hype than that. You're in Argentina. I is. I know you <laughs>
1: is. All right. Let's move on.
0: All right. Uh, um, weekly yeah. roundup. Weekly roundup. There's well, a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Like okay, I said. Now you can
1: tell everyone we were, where we were at last week.
0: Okay. So we were in Rio, Puerto Tranquillo. I don't know how to exactly we pronounce it. We were in it. Chile. We're trying. We uh, were in
1: Chile, you know, and now we're in Argentina.
0: We were. Oh, yeah, we were in Chile. That is Chile. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, guys. It's been my a long God. week. I couldn't even remember where we were. Trent had to remind me where we were last week.
1: Uh, the most expensive bottle of wine at the grocery store is $13, and they have it locked up in a case, and you can tell Janelle likes her nice wine.
0: I like my vino. So vino. Tinto vino. Um, Uh, We were
1: in Chile, and now we are in Argentina.
0: Yes, but we need to quick fill them in on our cabana from last week. Remember we told everybody how terrible it was? Oh,
1: yeah. Well, we couldn't talk shit because we were in the cabana. Yeah. Okay, Janelle, first off, people don't understand. Even my family's... Okay, so when we went to New Zealand, we need to back up even farther. Okay. We went to New Zealand a couple years ago. Me and Janelle were so broke that we... Stayed in a tent and lived in our car there, and the campgrounds were so expensive for our budget that we would have to wake up at like five thirty in the morning. So we would pull into the campground at like midnight when the camp hosts would go to bed, and we put up our tent and we'd go to bed, and then we wake up in the morning at five thirty and we would leave before they got up to collect money.
0: (laughs) We're terrible. We were
1: that broke. It was crazy, and you could you used to be able to camp for free in New Zealand, but because people are so shitty to the like environment, it's kind of funny. Because a lot of these kids that are like the hippie, like you know what I mean, yeah. they're like the ones that like, like pick shits and like leave their toilet paper. Yeah, like, they're kind of like it's like all these hippie kids kind of ruined it. It's just kind of really it's weird how it happened in New Zealand.
0: I know it's like all these people who supposedly want to like I hate peace to say it. And, I hate to say it, the it. Earth. all no, these travelers true. and then they they, they they
1: trash it so badly. Then like now it's like
0: they ruin it for the people who actually yeah. do pick up. So like them now themselves. there's
1: like no more freedom camping in New Zealand. So anyways, you got to pay for all this goddamn. You got to pay all this money. That's another point. So now that we're in Argentina, we're staying in cabanas every night, which is a cabin.
0: They're, I don't explain
1: explain it. Like these cabins are like cabins. Like, it's explain awesome. these cabins.
0: Okay, so when you think of like a cabin, they're they're pretty small usually. The one that we're staying in right now is actually beautiful. I would it's say a good like size, but thousand square foot. Yeah, for sure.
1: So you'll pull up to a house and it'll say cabanas out front. Because we started doing Airbnb, but it's kind of a ripoff. And we hotels are just a big ripoff. So you drive into these towns and there's a whole bunch of signs that say cabanas, cabanas, cabanas. And pretty much it's a house, and then in the backyard, these people have built these little cabins. Some are some are way nicer than others. And you just go up there and you ask them how much they are. Right. But these cabins in Montana, how much would this cabin be outside of Yellowstone?
0: Oh easily over two hundred dollars a night.
1: Probably close to three hundred dollars a night. American, these cabins are running like twenty five to thirty bucks.
0: In Argentina.
1: The in Argentinian pesos. So it costs us about twenty to thirty bucks a night to stay in a cabin with a fridge, a stove, running hot water, tea. I mean it's just it's a cabin.
0: Everything that you need.
1: It's a beautiful ass cabin. Janelle's been posting stories on her Instagram. Yes. Uh, so we have been saying that we brought a tent down, I don't know if we're gonna use it. Don't don't I don't wanna get no hate from nobody saying we can't camp because we did that all in New Zealand. We did sixty days of camping in New Zealand <laughs> and out of car.
0: That's really all we did in New Zealand.
1: We live in Montana in a van. So we're kind of like splurging and living the finer life in a cabin for twenty bucks a night.
0: Yes. So um, here we are. But the last, okay, so last. But some week,
1: places rip you off, but you have no so, choice because, like, where we were so far south in Chile, the wind and the weather was so shit. Like, the cabanas are kind of nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, because they protect you from the weather. Um, no. So the last last time you guys heard from us, we stayed in this cabana. And like Trent said, this town that we were in, it's its a huge tourist town in Patagonia. It was so, like a bus
1: drive. I mean, it was just a shit. We can kind of go quickly. It was made out of plywood.
0: Yeah, it was the all plywood. The walls were painted. It, it was, was like really plywood. Di- it was really dirty. Like, it was
1: gross. It was like... There was like pants left over from the people that stayed there beforehand. It was just
0: really bad. It was
1: just real bad. We paid a lot of money. Like I, this one is like, we're, we're like in a log cabin right now. Yeah. Like it's actually made of logs and bricks It's so beautiful. And the other one was like plywood that people right. just built in their backyard. But it was the only option in this town. Right. The town was a tourist trap. So
0: that's what <laughs> we, we did. Huge tourist trap. It trip. was terrible. Um, next time we won't just say yes to any cabana. That's what we've learned. We have learned, learned a
1: lesson. Like today yes. we, we almost got ripped off. Today. We'll get there. We'll get there. But we almost got ripped off today, and we said no. And the guy was real pushy, and we said no.
0: He's very not, aggressive. Yeah,
1: we're not going to pay how much money he wanted for these cabañas. We went up the road and thanked the Lord. Now we want to stay here almost a week, so it's kind of nice. So,
0: so, so yeah, so um, that was our that was our last week where we were, where, that's where we left off. That's
1: where we did the podcast. Right. So we did the podcast in the shitty plywood cabana.
0: And now we are in this beautiful but log we'll cabin. There. So cabana.
1: anyways, we woke up, we woke up the next day, what did we do, did you know?
0: Um. What did we do? So we actually drove to. Uh, well, do
1: your weekly roundup. What do you got on your weekly roundup?
0: I, I filled. I said fill them in on our nasty cabania experience. Check. Okay. Um. So we drove to Coieki, and that's that's how you pronounce it. We learned that from our friend.
1: We had a lot of different pronunciations. Coieki is the capital of the Patagonia, Chile.
0: Like the province, right?
1: Yeah. I, say, a- I, say, a- I can't say it. A-
0: send, So there's a. a
1: it's Koyaiki. It is a massive city in terms of Patagonia. Yes. I mean, it is massive.
0: It is like the heart, I guess you could say. Yeah.
1: Um, as far as size goes. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous area.
0: Oh, it's stunning.
1: It's probably like one of my favorite places I've ever seen in my life. It's literally like Jackson Hole. Describe it. Oh, that's what it is people. Jackson Hole.
0: But you for seen people who haven't been to Jackson Hole, then so go to like,
1: Jackson Hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you
0: just got to go to jackson hole
1: man <laughs> it's actually probably more like paradise valley which is just outside of yellowstone up by livingston montana
0: yeah um anyways to give you guys an idea surrounded by mountains beautiful river running through it and yeah. lots of farmland right outside of right so outside like, of like the actual it's city. like rolling
1: farmlands with with it's still it's so old school down here still it's like dirt roads hay horses sheep People riding horses everywhere, giant mountains filled with glaciers. I mean, it's just a really picturesque place. The problem with Chile is it's very expensive. Very. Chile's economy is very strong right now, and Chile's just goddamn expensive. Otherwise, we would have stayed in Chile much
0: longer. Right. So it's expensive in the sense that the U.S. dollar is very comparable to the um, exchange rate there. So like, if you're paying, you will pay $60 for For a meal-
1: if you, go get, two if you go get with, two pizzas yes. and like between the, because we had our friend with us, Rodrigo, we'll get there. But between like, like if you had like six or seven beers at dinner and two or three pizzas and like, a, you know, it's going to be 60, 70 bucks. Right. You, know, you go to a burger brewery and you have three burgers and you get like three beers a piece, it's going to be 50, 60 bucks. Right. If, Even
0: our cabana was like $60 yeah. a night, which is like, we, like Trent said, we were splurging a little bit. Especially in Chile yeah. because and in Argentina, we had to. But it's
1: just in Argentina I got the same hamburger today for three dollars. Right. I mean it's just a different it's world a in Argentina. Yet. So that's why we left Chile. I wish we were still in Chile. I would mm-hmm. could have spent way more time in Koyaiki. I could have spent way more time there. It was just too expensive. Right. Unless you're buying a house. <laughs> which is fucking wild.
0: Trent's looking into buying real estate.
1: You can buy a house there with acreage. I don't want to tell it anybody. You guys don't understand. Way less than $100,000. Right. I
0: don't
1: want to tell anybody how much it costs to buy a house there. No. Because I don't want people like flooding the market because the podcast is getting kind of big. Yeah. we could buy a great house in Koyaki for fucking nothing. American money. Yeah. So.
0: So. Uh, something to look into. Something to look into. But no. So we so we made it to Koyaki. Well, first um, off, how
1: was the drive from Rio Tranquil to Koyaki? Beautiful. That was intense drive.
0: But it was intense Like I know the
1: last podcast we talked about dirt road and driving, but we saw a car smash into a smash into a rock and everybody was like outside the car and it looked like some people were really beat up and then we'd like drove for like another forty five minutes and then finally the ambulance was coming. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, that ambulance is still heading out to that crash. Yeah. And how long were they at that crash for? I mean, oh my god, just some nasty mountain roads.
0: Behind. Well, it's nasty mountain roads and people drive like crazy down these roads. Seven I hours. feel like we're driving, you know, decently fast for oh, the conditions. Oh, I think I'm flying.
1: I'm going like 60 miles an hour on the worst dirt road you can imagine. And I'm I'm fishtailing all the time. Like, every now and then I'm like, oh, shit, we're going sideways. <laughs>
0: Which is and kind then, of fun.
1: And then somebody <laughs> will, like, come up by me and pass me like I'm standing still. Yeah. But then also we saw a truck get smashed into a rock. And I'm like, god damn.
0: Yeah, they man. uh they couldn't go around the curve, apparently, because yeah. they just want to head on into the trees. And, um... Yeah, so it's 7
1: hours of that shit. But then finally we hit pavement. Like an oh. hour before Koyaki, you hit pavement and it is like, "Oh my god."
0: For anybody who's easy. never can like consistently rode miles hours and miles, of and, dirt miles roads. and miles and miles of just Days. dirt roads and rocks and these boulders. These are the worst
1: dirt roads you can imagine, no, folks. These aren't these like are dirt, like dirt the roads. Wor- these are not dirt roads. These are boulder-filled pothole. It's not dirt road. It's bull it's river bottom. It's giant. I mean, the average size rock on these roads is like, I'm not exaggerating. If you have a road of golf ball size rocks, it's a damn good road. Listen. If you have a road of baseball size rocks, it ain't too bad. If you have a road of softball size rocks, I can still deal with it. It's the roads that are the size of baseballs and soccer balls. that, <laughs> And it is miles of that shit, yeah. guys. Yeah. My, I'm like, if I see a road with golf ball sized rocks, rocks, guys, I'm not talking like, I'm talking like just gravel rocks the size of golf (laughs) balls for hundreds of miles.
0: Yeah. He's not exaggerating. Holy shit. He's really not exaggerating. And we have video evidence to prove it. It
1: is wild down here. It's wild
0: and it's curvy and it's mountainous and it's intense. I love it. It's great
1: driving. But I mean, Pete, you're driving 60 miles an hour on this shit.
0: It's like, I mean, it's we're beautiful. beating the
1: shit out of the goddamn And you want to look
0: around, but you also don't want to die. Yeah, so it's a wild place, man. You kind of have anxiety the whole time.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's how the driving experience has been down here.
1: Yep. So we made it to Koryaki. Uh Getting cabanas is a stressful as shit.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, if you buy an Airbnb, you already know where your Airbnb is at. You get there, you get your Airbnb. But a cabana is so, like, nicer. Like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the Airbnbs, but some of these cabanas, if you, like, find a good cabana, it's, like, magical. But if you don't have an Airbnb booked, when you get into a town with no Wi-Fi and cell phone service, I mean, Janelle, tell them, how, how close were we to cracking that f- first day in Korea? Uh,
0: yeah, we were very close. Like, we were, like, we, yelling at each other. Yeah, we kind of... It, it, like, cracked. started out fine, and then after literal hours of Because searching. we had,
1: like, a half an hour left of daylight. Like, we got into Koryaki. We learned a valuable lesson. We got into Koryaki. The first thing we did, we got into Koryaki with, like, six hours left of daylight. The first thing we did was what, Janelle? You know? Eat. We went and got a lunch <laughs> and beers. We got ripped off it was a horrible-ass place.
0: Yeah, a Horrible sucks. place. Sucks. But anyways,
1: we ate. And then what did we do after we got done eating?
0: Uh, we went to look for some lodging.
1: Not really, though. What No, did we, we went
0: actually to? went to go look at the river. We went
1: to go sightseeing. We went <laughs> sightseeing to go <laughs> yeah, see we went the to goddamn National river. Park and, and then we got back to the town. We had like two hours left of daylight, and normally we can find a cabana quickly. But it—I mean—we drove hundred miles up and down dirt roads, and every single cabana we went to was either full or closed already for the season.
0: It like, was terrible.
1: Look, like, it got really—it got to a point where me and Janelle are like, we're gonna be sleeping in the truck tonight. With a sleeping bag in thirty-two degree weather, it's gonna be miserable.
0: Yeah, and we argued a little bit. That was the first time because we had that we were like, and we had a friend. We had
1: this guy named Rodrigo who we had met on Instagram, and he wanted to get dinner that night. Yes. So we drove seven hours from this goddamn town over these crazy dirt roads. Got to town, got ripped off. Drove and went sightseeing, and then we came into town with two hours left. I was so goddamn exhausted. It was horrible. I was tired, and then we had to still meet up with this amigo. At like 1030, because that's when they eat dinner, I was so stressed out. We drove goddamn everywhere. And we fi- and general were so stressed. We didn't know what to do. We went to one more cabana's and said, if we can't find it, we didn't know what to do. And yeah. we couldn't get Wi-Fi to write Rodrigo and tell him we were going to have dinner. So I was like, but what happened when we got to that cabana's?
0: So we finally, it was like getting dark. Uh, we finally came to a place, there's a cabania. I didn't care what
1: she was going to charge me. I was going to no, pay it. No, no, I didn't care.
0: She, she brought us in. This place looked like it was shut up for the season. The chairs were off, all, all the lights were off. No, like even, there was no towels, no toilet paper, nothing. Even in the, the kaba-
1: even the cabanias we are at right now, the last people to stay at these cabanias was almost twenty days ago. Right. Like this is the off season. Like, yes. In most of the cabanias we go to, it's like locked up, fucking gates and it's oh, like, yeah. god damn it. And some where people, now? some people
0: are are done for the season. Some people don't. A lot want of people People. don't want any more people coming in and yeah. renting their cabanas. so anyways so no, so we get to this place and this lady is a saint and she gives us everything she takes the chairs off the table she brings us fresh towels yeah. she gives us fresh firewood with matches to make a fire and our cute little firewood stove yeah, uh, it, it the was the first time we've had um, a stove a
1: wood stove so we actually had like great heat it was a really great price and anyways had
0: great wi-Fi
1: anyway so then we we so, had the best wi-fi we've had down here so I get on Wi-Fi that night and I write up my amigo Rodrigo, and I did not want to go to dinner because it is like goddamn nine thirty, ten o'clock right now. We had just had this big ass day, and I did not want to go to dinner, but we had to go meet up with Rodrigo. Right. Well, how good of a decision was that?
0: Oh, it was the best decision we made probably this whole the trip. Entire trip.
1: Rodrigo came through. I can't even explain it. He's like my—he's like a real good friend, man. Such a great guy. Rodrigo is a great goddamn friend. I don't know how to explain it. This motherfucker is wild. <laughs> you could put him in Montana right now, and he would get along with everybody. Everybody. He, he like—he wants to drink till three in the morning. He wants to get up at six a.m. and go fishing. I'm sure if you gave him a gun, you would want to shoot it. He just—he <laughs> just—he—he he, he, he feels like he wants to be in Montana with us every night partying. Yes. It, it just, dude, he is such a good guy, man. Uh, we, he wanted to meet at like, so Janelle found this restaurant that had like 3,000 reviews.
0: It's the only place in town that had like 3,000 reviews. It
1: was like a pizza place. And so
0: naturally, I was like, it has to be slammed. Well, I was Every getting pissed because was Rodrigo really wasn't, yeah, yeah, Rodrigo
1: yeah. wasn't writing back at first. Like we finally got to the Cabana's, I wrote his ass and he didn't want to write me back. So I told Janelle, I said, you know what? Fuck this guy. Find some dinner. We're going to go to dinner. If he shows up, he shows up.
0: Right. But then he so, wanted to go to the
1: same place Janelle wanted to go.
0: Right. So he messages Trent. Tells us tells us to meet him at this place called Mama Gaucha,
1: which I did not know had three goddamn stories.
0: Yes. So we arrive at this place, and of course we said, Hey, yo, we're on our way. We'll be there in 15, because at this point, we leave the cabania, we don't have Wi Fi. Yeah. Whole trip, we don't have Wi Fi or cell phone.
1: Leave. Like when we leave the cabanias, man, we're like, it's like leaving the house in the 90s in America. Yeah. <laughs> like like you, you
0: say you're going to meet somewhere at a certain time, you better be there at that time. You better be
1: goddamn either. There ain't even a pager. Right. I should back up. Back up. In Montana... Up, okay, up. if you're a new listener, me and Janelle, how can we afford this great trip to Patagonia?
0: Oh, we see. We must
1: be so goddamn rich no, and God mommy and no. daddy are helping our asses out. God, no. Mom and dad can't even buy me a beer at home. Listen. Just kidding. But what I'm trying to say is we're bartenders and servers in America. We work our asses off at a bar. When a motherfucker walks into the bar, I can tell you right away if he's from the northeast, if he's from the southeast, if he's from the west coast, or... If that motherfucker is not from America, I can look at them and tell. I didn't know. Like, it's just weird. I just have that ability. I didn't understand that when we walk into a restaurant down here, these people know within one second (laughs) that we are gringos. (laughs) It really is so funny. Like, we walk into a place and it's like, I think I'm coming off cross as a good Argentinian. And it is like within seconds, people are like, no, these these motherfuckers don't know any Spanish and these motherfuckers are not from here. True. No, seriously.
0: No, that is true. And so we
1: walk into this restaurant to meet Rodrigo, and how quick did that girl know Oh that my
0: gosh. So first of all, there was no, like, wait for the hostess, but all of a sudden, boom, within seconds, But we always stand, like, because
1: we, we can't read any Spanish. No, so we're awkward. So we walk into we a restaurant, and we, we, we kind of look, look around.
0: So we look like... Of course, we look like we're well, foreign. Yeah. Um, no, so immediately, this girl comes up to us, and she spoke a little bit of English, and she said, are you waiting for... Or are you meeting a friend?
1: Bullshit. She came up to us and said a thousand things in Spanish, and we just looked at her.
0: Did she? Yeah, probably. I don't remember.
1: Where are you going? Get some wanted, teas?
0: To hang on. BRB, I'm getting some water for my tea. Okay. All right. Janelle's, Keep
1: going. Janelle's crushing some tea. But anyways, so we walk in. She comes, like, everything, but he comes running up to us, and they say a thousand words in Spanish. We looked stupid and dumbfounded. And then she goes, oh, are you meeting your friend? And I was like, oh, awesome. Rodrigo probably told him we're meeting two stupid white people <laughs> <laughs> that don't so know no. any Spanish.
0: So she takes us through the restaurant, up this flight of stairs, and lo and behold, there he sat. Rodrigo. And I, and I love
1: Rodrigo because motherfucker wanted to drink. I'm sorry about my language. It's been a long day.
0: No, but it's true. So we, we, I get love there. Rodrigo,
1: man. He wanted to drink, man. We he just beer after beer after beer. He got pissed off because they have a beer down there called Strong. It's like 13%. <laughs> it, it's like, it's just such a strong, I've never, it's like a triple, I don't know. It's a, one of those st- damn IPAs. And he just kept saying, Strong beer, strong beer. So, I mean, we got a little drunk, man. We got yeah. a little drunk because I've never seen a police officer down here. Right. I'm not saying I like, drink and drive. I'm just saying I've never seen a police officer in South America.
0: No, but it's, I mean. So we
1: had a few beers with the guy. Yeah. in Chile, Rodrigo. We had a few beers.
0: We had a few beers. And then, like, and then we, we were
1: there for like two hours, and I was like, Rodrigo, let's order some pizza.
0: <laughs> yeah, we sat and just drank and talked for a really long time.
1: And I, I uh, like Rodrigo because he wouldn't tell us his secrets of fishing and the where we should fish until we had a few beers with him. Like, I kept saying. Until he
0: really got a feel for us. I feel. Like I kept telling them, I kept, I kept us saying,
1: out. like, dude, I just drove seven hours the worst dirt roads it took me two hours to find a cabana's i'm tired as shit will you please tell me where to catch big fish and he kept saying no 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 we have a few more beers first I'm like, <laughs> oh man he, he fucking knew what he was doing
0: yeah no for sure uh, um we so got no. some
1: pizza it was awesome best pizza best pizza best, pizza best pizza by far best best pizza by a mile so far wood wood fired pizza cheap I mean, not cheap beer, but um it was awesome rodrigo hooked us up with some fishing areas so the next day we woke up and what did we do
0: went fishing Actually, no, we didn't. We lazed around for a while. But we had to because the day before was... And Rodrigo kept giving us strong beer. Okay, so prior to this trip, Trent warned me that when you go down to a place like Argentina, you... Like, everything is a hurdle. Everything is a challenge. Everything is a struggle. Everything. Because first, first and foremost, we do not speak their language. So when you're trying to communicate with anybody or trying to read anything... You have to work at it. Like, it's yeah. act, It's hard. The biggest and it's, warning it's emotionally for, yeah, exhausting. The biggest warning
1: for for Argentina and, and South America is every goddamn thing. Everything. From gas to bread to groceries. It's hard to explain to people. Yeah. How would you explain it? Because now you felt it. I explained it to you, and now you felt it. So no, can I you explain it. to the people what I mean by that?
0: So it's like, like like I was just saying, yeah, like everything is a hurdle. You have to work for, yeah, your gas, your groceries, your any basic need that you would ever need in the U.S. Like, even going out to lunch, telling the person what you want, or if you have a special request, which normally we don't, but just, it's hard. And especially when they know you speak English and you don't speak Spanish. I feel like foreigners, a lot of times, no matter what country you're in, they get taken advantage of. And uh, you don't really know as a foreigner if you are being taken advantage of. So even that, but the the day before...
1: I think the other big thing, too, is, like, at home, you can, like, mentally relax. Like, when you get off of work and you drive home, a lot of people, like, don't even, like, realize they're driving home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you do the drive every time. Like, here, even when I'm leaving the restaurant, I'm like, fuck, is that a one-way? Is that not a one-way? What's that car going to do? Oh, my God. who's that? What's that guy doing? And there's a wild dog. It's like you can ne- never mentally ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever shut your brain off. No. Ever. No. You mentally are always, like, God, it just, it's just the, – the level you're using your brain down here is just –
0: It's a a lot. And then you crack. It's just fucking wild. So the next day, after meeting up with Rodrigo, um, we woke up and we just laid around for a long time and just kind of like relaxed and shut our brains off. But also we're like looking for... Information as far as like where to fish and where to go next. Yeah, because we're always like looking to where we're going to be going next. But anyways, um, yeah.
1: But anyways, we went we went up and we we fly we finally went fly fishing. It seems like we haven't done much fly fishing. We went up. He told us about a great river. Like it was a two couple hours away. Drove up to the river. We bumped into four other people fishing. The fishing was good.
0: Yeah, it was good. Yeah, Janelle killed
1: it. I mean, it's it's hard. Like in Montana, that river. In Montana, that day of fishing would have been amazing. Like, if you were to went to that inside River Montana and caught as many fish as you did that day, mm-hmm. you would, like, lose your shit at the bar. You would right. tell everyone, like, holy shit, I caught 10 fish, all 14 inches to 16 inches, all on dry flies. It was a great goddamn day. Right. Down here, though, you're searching for that giant trout. Right. So, I mean, it was great fishing. There's nothing wrong with the fishing. It was a really long drive. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous river.
0: Yeah. You know? But it was, I mean, yeah, like Trent said, you're always searching for that big yeah. Argentinian brown or like big Argentinian rainbow, which we unfortunately didn't get into that day. But um, yeah. but like you said, it was still a great day on the river yeah. and it was nice to just be out there fishing drives, which is my favorite personally. Yeah. Um, And
1: then the next day we, we went back to the cabañas. The next day we got up, we went to, um, we went to, uh, we, we went fished. to, a, yeah, we fished again. We, we fished again. This, it was a huge day for us. Uh, we went to a Rio, which is a river. We fished it. We only had like two hours. It was a. It was good. It was good. Again, if you were in Montana, it was great. Yes. If you were in Montana, it was great. The river was beautiful. The insect life was great. We each caught ten fish. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like one pocket. I think I nymphed out like six <laughs> trout, all fourteen to sixteen inches. No they joke. all fight like crazy. I mean, it was a great day of fishing. Not that big ass fish. No. Then we went to a lago Rodrigo sent us to.
0: (laughs) He knew this was coming.
1: Then we went to a fucking lago that Rodrigo sent us to. How was it? You tell him.
0: Oh, you want me to tell him? Yeah.
1: Don't hold Um,
0: back. It was the bleeping worst. Uh, Absolutely skunked. Yeah, we I believe got the lake is trashed, but apparently We didn't it's catch great.
1: shit. It, it sucks because then Rodrigo got all offended the next day when we fished with him and he like showed us like a thousand photos from that lake with a thousand giant fish. I mean, Rodrigo catches some giant fish out there. Yes. We got an Outcast Striker raft. It was the first time we updated that. we. It was the first time we got launched the raft. We did a great YouTube video. We're going to launch a YouTube video. We're going to put it on our Instagram. Thank God for this Outcast raft. Rodrigo's got the same goddamn raft. So same raft,
0: small world, same lake, weird. Yeah. same
1: raft, same lake, same dry flies. Rodrigo's got the same goddamn birthday as me, July fourth, nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> Everything <laughs>
0: 1999. was like nineteen ninety nine, whatever nineteen eighty nine.
1: Everything was the same except yeah. uh, we didn't catch shit. Nothing, and I know Rodrigo's listening to this. Oh, we, he didn't is. we didn't catch shit on that lago.
0: Anything? It was
1: fun though. It was, it was fun. fun. It was great lago. I mean, honestly, God. So a lago is a lake. This is like. The best looking lake I've ever seen. It was oh. a small deep lake.
0: When we pulled up, Trent oh and I both God. were so excited. We're like, this is gonna be awesome. I would fish that
1: lago lot. again. If I was there, I'd fish it again. I would fish that lake again.
0: I would too, I would just, just so fish to redeem that lake ourselves again. because we apparently suck.
1: I don't know. Yeah, what it no. Was.
0: He showed us beautiful, beautiful trout that he's pulled out of that lake. And but he, we didn't said, catch he shit, man. when we told him we didn't catch anything, he looked at us like we were insane yeah he was like you didn't catch anything and we said nope didn't catch shit nothing Man,
1: didn't catch nothing but anyways know, you guys weird. will see the youtube <laughs> video it's pretty funny
0: yeah for sure
1: uh next
0: next so then the, so then after the day of the lago what do we do did we go out to eat no we actually we ate in so the nice thing about these cabañas like we said before um we they have beautiful in? kitchens yeah you made pasta with hot dogs Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Holy we shit. are... Where do we buy those
1: hot dogs at? We
0: bought them, I don't know, some supermarket. So, those supermarkets, they're all like small and local, which I love. Well, that's the ones that we've been shopping at, at least, primarily. Because um, chili so we is went,
1: expensive, man. Yes. Hot dog pasta night, man. Hot dog pasta. In,
0: so Argentina, so in Argentina, I Argentina, I can go out and yeah. eat. I
1: can eat a steak and empanadas, pizza, hamburger, and wine at one meal if I wanted to and not even eat anything, and I still won't spend any money. Right. I went to the grocery... Anyways, what's to the get there?
0: No, so... But
1: Chili's hot dog so, pasta night. And Rodrigo's like, why don't you stay longer in Chili? I'm like, because I'm eating hot dogs and fucking cheap <laughs> pasta and I can go to Argentina and get a whole sheep, man. I'm getting <laughs> out of this city. No
0: joke. So no, so here we are um, eating our hot dog pasta, decompressing from the day. And the next day we actually are meeting up with Meeting up with Rodrigo. Shout he out took, to you. Thank you for taking the day off. He took the day off, man.
1: He took the day off. And then I wanted to float the Rio. There's this big river there and I wanted to float it and he wanted to go look at, what, cause Rodrigo's like a South American gentleman. He didn't give a shit about me. He only cared about Janelle. And so Janelle likes waterfalls. So he kept wanting to take us to this river with waterfalls. But like, he can't, he like, he was like, well, the fishing's not the greatest. But it's got waterfalls for Janelle. I'm like, screw Janelle's waterfalls. <laughs>
0: My my waterfall needs. Well,
1: where the hell are the fish at, man? You yeah, just sent no. us to a lago with no fish. You know what I mean? Like, I want some goddamn fish. Anyways, we really wanted to float this river. Because this river was supposed to be, like, fantastic. And we wanted to shoot a video for Outcast. And uh, that's what I like about our Rodrigo. He, like, pretty much was like, he didn't want to do it, but he said, okay, I'll do it with you guys.
0: Right. You Super know. cool. So, uh, so, anyways, so we meet up with him. We finally pick him up. And... Uh, the consensus turned out to be we are not floating the river. Yeah. First off, this raft probably isn't made for three people, but we're gonna oh, yeah. we were going to try and it Oh, yeah. We were
1: going to fit three. It's a two-person raft. We were going to show outcast that three people can fit on it uncomfortably.
0: <laughs> uncomfortably. See,
1: he's got the same raft, and he's done the same thing. So he was like, man, listen, in Chile, you know, we got to fit a lot of Amigos onto the boat, and it just doesn't work that well. Um, so we talked about it. There's this uh, section of river that he knows produces really well. Um I yeah. think we made a great call going there.
0: We absolutely 100%. He took us in
1: circles, man. I don't know what he was doing. It took us like two hours to get to the river. I was getting kind of pissed for a second. I was like, Rodrigo, get us to the goddamn water.
0: No, but I really but think it was – like
1: just- it was like 80 degrees, and so I think he was just kind of like – I think he was just like, hey, you guys have to see the valley because I really want to buy a house there. So I, I love – I mean, I just love the kid's energy, man. Yeah. I can't say good enough good things about the kid. Um.
0: No, 100%. So then uh, we took our long drive to get to the river and uh, hiked a long ways upriver. And we actually had a wonderful day fishing. Best day of fishing I've had
1: in a long time. It was probably the best day of fishing I've had this year, including Montana. I mean, we each probably caught, we probably had 100 fish.
0: No, no exaggeration.
1: Like we all, we each probably caught twenty to twenty-five fish.
0: Yeah, left and, and right, boom, catching I mean, fish. Every
1: single hole we went to, or stretch of river we went to, it didn't matter if it was featureless, ripples, rapids. It didn't matter. Like we, we were like standing all next to each other, three people, and we were just having so much fun. One, I mean, just everybody was casting, everybody was catching fish. Uh, Janelle hooked into a massive brown trout, but Ugh. like New Zealand, she could not get it to the net.
0: No, that sucks. That was probably like the Worst because when you're on a river like that and you're catching fish left and right and you're looking for that one trout, you're looking for it and you're searching and you're fishing hard, and you finally get into it and miss it, you don't miss it, but like you have it and then yeah, lose you don't it. Had it. Yeah, I had it and I lost it. Like that just sucks. Um, but anyways, but nonetheless, got into another like decent sized brown, and then Trent actually caught. I
1: did a not lose my fish. Rainbow. I no. caught my biggest fish of the trip. I've caught a giant fish in Argentina day one, but this I caught a giant rainbow on a dry fly grasshopper. Um, if you're a fly fisherman, you'll respect that shit. Yeah, I mean it was just uh, a beautiful fish, beautiful pocket. I mean it was just a great river. Rodrigo really let me have that pocket. He had been working this pocket for a good half an hour. I mean, right at the top. So when you fly fishing, there's like a so the the water kind of runs into a rapid, and then it runs down, and then right at the head of the rapid where the river comes in and the the, the rapids start, that's usually the best area. That's where the biggest fish are. Rodrigo had fished like all of the rapids except for the very top of it, and then I got up there and he told me I could go throw in there, and uh, I mean I didn't I didn't argue because that motherfucker lives there and can fish that shit every day. So I was just like, oh "Yeah, screw you, motherfucker. I'll go up there And uh, if you're going to ask me. But Rodrigo was really nice. He kept giving Janelle the – so in, in, in fly fishing, you want to be first. You always want to go first. So he let he let Janelle go first all day. He fished behind Janelle, and I fished behind him because I was using a whole different technique than the two of them. Uh, it turned out really nice. So when I finally started uh, dry fly fishing like them, he let me go ahead of them in the rapids. I caught a giant rainbow. So I was really happy that he let me do that.
0: Yeah, so. it was awesome. And then uh, and to end the night as we were hiking out, it was, that was fun. So basically...
1: Long we, ass yeah, yeah, we hiked, oh, yeah, we hiked about up the that. river for a At long time. At the end time, of the night, we back And then we, we broke the down all our
0: rods. We kind of called it a night. And then as we were hiking back there was this beautiful pocket. Like, right like, in front of the car. Right in front of where the car was parked. And there was just fish rising left and right and left and right. But it was, like,
1: the perfect hour. So, in fly fishing, that last 30 minutes of daylight, like, with the sun's already down, and you got, like, 30 minutes left of daylight, it, the the bugs are going off. Oh, it was, so, it was so picturesque. The fish
0: are rising left and right. It was,
1: like, three people just fucking around in one hole. I mean, that was such a magical
0: moment. No, it was. It was a lot of fun. And it was, it was like, a bonding experience, yeah. because to make the cast that... Personally, I just sat and watched, which was great. Yeah. me but, and uh, Rodrigo had a lot of fun. They were going man. back this and forth, two
1: men going at it, seeing who could outcast each other for these big fish. And this motherfucking fish worked our asses. It was really funny because me and me and uh, Rodrigo kind of had a I don't know is that is it politically correct to say a dick swinging contest when you're casting?
0: Because <laughs> oh we had like Rodrigo would
1: cast out there and he'd miss the fish, and I would cast out there and I would miss the fish, and then at the end of it, the fish was the one that had the last say. <laughs>
0: Like oh, 100%. The, the fish was
1: the one that whooped me and Rodrigo's ass together. Yes. And Rodrigo crossed the fucking river. That was just too much fun, man. It was, it was just so much fun. Okay. Um, all, only thing we were missing was a bottle of wine, some cervezas, and then maybe a, a rolled up medicine.
0: But we made... <laughs> but uh, it was, uh,
1: was kind of fun. It was like the most fun I've had sober. Yeah. Like just sitting on a river late at night it was just amazing. That was a good way to end the trip. It
0: was a good way to end the trip. And then afterwards, of course, we stopped at this little this little restaurant a little on the way brewery, back into town.
1: Thank God for Rodrigo cuz he could just tell me what was on the menu. Even though he didn't understand half the words in Spanish. So I, was like,
0: <laughs> I was like I was like I was
1: like, "Dude, do you live down here or what, man? Cuz you don't know half the shit <laughs> circles, on the menu." Either. I think
0: you need to learn how to speak Spanish or It something. was, like was a, really funny. It was, was like funny.
1: One, like breweries are a new thing down here. They're like America. They're kind of like the hipster area. So they had a lot of these like american hipster words for like fancy burgers and shit so i think rodrigo's kind of like he was it was just kind of we were giving him a lot of shit no it was good. a lot of fun that motherfucker did not want to leave the bar no and i was like done after the last three days i just had i was done yeah. and he like would not let it go man he would no. not let it go he wanted to go up to west. the bar bar Far west Bar west. West. <laughs> west he wanted to go to a bar and party all night i was Karaoke. like i'm not going dude no
0: nah. We should have, but no, it was exhausting. So we, we just were ti- dropped- we were tired. So We just
1: dropped him off in town. I don't know where he went. <laughs> he said, said we. He said we were at his house. I, I don't think we were at his house. He told me just to drop his ass off. So I don't know.
0: I hope we were at his house. I dropped him off. I don't know. He messaged us. He messaged so- us, so he made So he's home. alive. We made it home. <laughs> um, but no, definitely moving into like our highs and lows. That was my high was like meeting him. What are you
1: talking about? we still got a lot to do. What we still got a lot to go. Oh. What else you got
0: on your list? Well, either way, I'm just saying. That was my eye. Meeting you, Rodrigo. Shout out to you. All right, let's keep um, Yeah, no, 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 no. So anyways, so after Koyaki, um, or what did we do the next day? So we woke up the next day, and packed up town. our stuff, and we left town. We
1: drove back to Argentina. Yeah. Wild. Wild. So- I mean, we keep saying this shit, guys, but listen, this was, this, we will not do anything more wild than that drive back to Argentina.
0: It was scary. We did not see a single car driving back. Amy and Janelle were unprepared.
1: We did not have any water and we didn't have any food. I was like, if we break down out here, like we are.
0: We might die. We're
1: gonna be in trouble.
0: There was, okay, so get, this is how remote we were and how many cars do not drive this road. We drove past this house, which I don't know how anybody could even live there. We drove past this house, and these dogs come running toward the road. Not only did the dogs come running toward the road, the person who lived in that house actually stepped outside. He came,
1: like, running outside. To see who and, like, was coming and, like, by. And, put his hands up to the sun and was like, is somebody driving down my driveway right now? Yeah. There was a border crossing. It is probably... The most remote border crossing that you can cross between Argentina and Chile. I bet you only five cars a day or five cars a week probably go through this border crossing. We got to the border crossing and they were like shocked to see two Americans walk in that goddamn place. Yeah. They called like everybody into the office and were like, Americans, like USA, like everyone wanted to talk to us. It was so – I don't know. The ro- I, guys, I'm not kidding with you. Two hours. I could tell Janelle. I was like, the road kept getting worse and worse and worse and less maintained. There was a section of the road where I was like, I was like, I don't. Do we turn around and go back? Like, I, and she kept saying, no. The borders, like the borders, in 30 minutes. The borders in 30 minutes. When I saw that border crossing, I was so happy. Oh. I don't know how our car made it up there. I was so I, the anxiety. And then we went to Argentina and it was like, god damn, that border crossing. I'm sorry, guys. It was middle of nowhere.
0: So windy. There's no way I can talk about it. I mean,
1: it was just so remote.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: so remote, so remote. I would not it's do like, it again sad. If, if I like, knew about it again. I don't think I would do that road. No, I don't think if I would have known what it was, I think I would have gone around. Yeah, maybe it was so sketchy getting up there. I like, think just sometimes in life, like you being naive, gets you through something. Right, and that was a perfect example of like just being naive. Because anybody that was planning or had wits would not have done what we did. No, I could not believe we did that border crossing. No, could not believe it. No. So
0: then we drove up to this place called Transition, uh, which is actually good because sometimes they say that the the uh, border crossings can be difficult, which we did not experience at all. So thankful Uh, for
1: that. We were thankful because they never see anybody, so they kind of just let us through. They really didn't check our shit or anything. I mean, they did,
0: they did, but like not to the extent that they probably. Yeah, that they wouldn't at other border crossings. I don't think. So uh, anyway,
1: so we crossed into Argentina and we drove up to Rio Pico. It was another six-hour day. Rio Pico.
0: Rio Pico. How do we describe Rio Pico?
1: Uh, there are more people riding horses than cars. Very true. There are no restaurants.
0: Zero. Okay, there is not a single restaurant or bar there in this town. There is no grocery store. There was a man living in a house that was did not have a roof, but direct TV.
1: Yeah, didn't have a house, <laughs> didn't have a roof. Two of the walls were down. He had like a tarp up. We saw him the next morning walking down the street at 10 o'clock in the morning with an Hammered. amigo. He could barely fucking walk. He had a beer With a beer and a cigarette in his mouth. A very run downtown. More horses than cars. No. Uh, it's changed a lot. You read these old stories about people going fly fishing there. The restaurants have shut down. Argentina is just going through a really bad economy right now. All the restaurants are shut down. The grocery store is shut down. There's barely any gas. There's like two little places you can get food. <clears throat> So, in Rio Pico, it's known for its lake fishing. There's five lakes. Four lakes. I don't give a fuck. There's... A, no, there's five. There's one lake that matters. It's called Lago 3. Lago Trace. Every book that's written about Argentina talks about it. We don't, we don't name a lot of places on this podcast. No, we don't. We didn't name anything in, any in, in Koyaki. But um, um Lago 3. Okay. So we drove all the way up to Lago three from Rio Pico, which is like forty five minutes on another retard sorry, just horrible dirt road. We get there and we got to these cabanas. Again, we're looking for cabanas, thank the Lord. It was best cabana we've had. Great cabana. Um The weather was some of the worst weather we've seen in two days.
0: Terrible. Just
1: terrible weather. Terrible weather. Like, Argentina's known for its wind, but even the weather report was like extra, 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 extra wind. I mean, it was impossible to get on the Lago. We spent two days locked up in this cabanas, going to the store, buying hot dog pasta, just trying to survive. Um, It was crazy up there.
0: It was crazy. It was crazy
1: up there. We were very secluded, very secluded in the mountains bracing two days of storms and then we had to make the decision to move or not move and like it's like all these people talk about the lago all this area Rio Pico me and you know plan on spending five days in this area but even today was a shit day and so we had already spent two days so if we would have stayed up there one more day it would turn in it was just we had to call it we had to get out of Rio Pico yes had to get what was a good thing about Rio Pico
0: good thing about Rio Pico was that chicken that we bought.
1: Well, we bought th- this guy. We went to <laughs> the store.
0: Oh, actually, no, no, no. I we'll get there. But
1: yeah, So we went to the store. It was the only store with groceries. And we bought like a ton of groceries. And we walked out of the store. And as we were walking out, this guy carried in this these four chickens that he had just roasted.
0: Oh, they're beautiful. Looked like
1: he had just killed and roasted these chickens. We turned around went right back in and said, how much? And we bought one. Oh, yeah. I would have paid $100 American for one of these chickens. I was so hungry and sick and tired of eating salami hot dog pasta
0: that was the thing it was so good but anyways Full um, chicken
1: anyways. another really
0: big high about that about rio pico was we happened to be there on their week of like
1: it was like their fourth of july like, it was like
0: their town celebration so everybody got together and there was a bunch of horses so we figured it was some kind of rodeo and whatnot so that afternoon trent and i with our chicken. We were when green goes. Sat- oh, man. yeah. We were the only American. We person. had a full chicken
1: that was cooked, and Janelle had it on her lap. A full chicken. Folks, there ain't no to go containers in Argentina. There ain't none of that shit. They give you a chicken on a plate. Big old fucking chicken. Five, it was huge. Like the size of a turkey. Janelle's holding it in her lap. We pull up to this rodeo. The girls are looking in the car. Janelle's holding on to a full chicken. <laughs> we're like, how much? Didn't understand. Barely got it paid. We pulled in there. We parked. And we were just, we were, we were just, oh, we stuck out. We stuck out. But it was so cool. Hundreds of horses, kids. It was, it was, it was a, what do they call that?
0: Gauchos. What,
1: What do they call that experience? Like a, agricultural experience. A cultural experience? A cultural experience, man. Oh,
0: 100. Yes. If there is one cultural experience that I've had this whole entire trip, it would be that. In my life. It was a I don't think I've
1: ever had a cultural experience like that that. in my life. It was beautiful. We were part of this people's community. Yeah, We were the only American... We were the only non-Rio Pico people there and we were just watching them salute their flags, ride their horses. It was like a... It was amazing.
0: And get together, yeah, it was, no, it was amazing. It was amazing. I just got kind of emotional. It's yeah,
1: it was very amazing. It was
0: very cool. to It was experience. amazing
1: to watch like little kids, like two, like in America, you would lose your kids. What no, you, you would. You would lose your kids. Why? You would lose your kids in America if you treated your kids how these people treat their kids. First off, there's no car seats. You got like a whole bunch of little kids in the backseat of a car. Then these kids get on horses. They get bucked off of horses. They run around and, like, fight each other. They throw dirt at each other. They push each other down. they like like, the parents don't care. they like, running around with horses or trampling around. Like, you would lose your kid. If you let your kid do that in America, you would lose your kid. Somebody would call Child Protective Service and you would lose your kid. Yeah,
0: probably. You would.
1: Yeah, probably. You would lose your goddamn kid. There were kids on horses that couldn't have been more than three or four by no, themselves.
0: No, they were young. They were no young.
1: helmets, no nothing, getting bucked off. I was like, you would lose your horse. you would lose your kid. They just get in their car with no seatbelts, no nothing. The parents are drinking a beer and they drive away. Like you would lose your kid. I love it down here. <laughs> I love it down here. I think that's how we should still raise our children. I mean, what else you got to say about that? No, it is crazy like that.
0: No, it is crazy like that. You will see on. You will see numerous times kids in the backseat just, like, jumping up and down, you'll waving, see hanging out the window, screaming, You'll see a
1: two-year-old kid standing up in the backseat of a car and leaning out the car, waving to people, saying, Ola, as the car is driving down the road at 50 miles an hour. It just, it's just a different world, man. You just you just treat your kids like kids. I'm not kidding, man. There was probably 100 kids running around. The parents were all – I mean, the kids were just running around, punching each other, just having fun. Just
0: being kids. Yeah,
1: just being kids, playing tag, playing relays, hitting the horses. No parents were around. Kids were running in the streets, cars. I mean, you would lose your kids. Yeah. It was amazing to see an old town. It was amazing. It was a step back in time to see Rio Pico days. I'm not kidding, everybody had a horse. It was just amazing. I've never seen anything like
0: that. It was very cool.
1: Never seen anything like that.
0: It was definitely an experience.
1: Um, um, so we spent two days at Rio Pico. A lot of people who have ever been to Argentina are gonna be like, I can't believe we didn't fish Lago three. But we fished this great lago in Chile. I just I'm not i l I'm not a lake fisherman.
0: I'm not even that. It was just it was time to call it. We like it, man. there's no way on a raft that we could have even successfully fished that lake. Um I don't
1: know. It was just crazy. I've never seen wind like that. Yeah, I mean, was, I know was, everyone talks like about the wind down here. 30 I don't want to hear about it. It was way more than thirty. Wind, it was like, way more than thirty.
0: Well, that was like the average wind. Yeah, crisis,
1: I've never even so. everybody. Everybody was even saying like they'd never seen wind. It was just like a crazy storm. It was yeah. a crazy storm that came through.
0: So, anyways, so we were moving on. We woke up, got out of there, and we tried to head to Corcovado.
1: Yeah. So we drove down here today. We're in Trevelin now. El- Every day, that's what I mean, every day. On the map, it's like two hours. It's like, cool, I've been driving, goddamn, I've been driving six hours in between all of these towns on the worst dirt roads. I'm now driving from Rio Pico to Trevlin. Trevlin is a huge tourist town. It's only two hours. Surely the road can't be that shit, can it? Wrong. Worst road yet. (laughs) They get worse every day. Every day, mentally, you think you're going to have a break. We get to this little town called Corcovado. We thought we were going to spend five days there. How long did we spend there?
0: Uh, 30 minutes. 30 minutes we were out fuck that town well first of all so we expected to fill up our gas when we got to Corcovado. well come to find out there's no gas station there and if there is a gas station it's not an actual gas station it's more so like a building that gets gas from a different like let's say Trevelin, and brings it down and sells it to people yeah so and they weren't even open so we couldn't get gas there uh we were about half a tank and everybody in Argentina tells you if you get to a town you need to fill up. I don't care if you are almost full, you need to fill up. Cuz
1: sometimes tank. the gas stations just won't have gas for a week. No. It gover- so Cuz it's all like government subsidized so that sometimes the gas doesn't come. Right. Anyway, so, so then that we drove down. One. So then we went to these cabañas. This okay. This guy.
0: So Janelle'll we get fired up these cabanias and um they're beautiful, okay? Oh, gorgeous, yeah.
1: gorgeous cabana. Very
0: nice setting, like tiny little stream running through, uh, beautiful grass, whatever. Anyways, Wi Fi, direct TV, whatever you need. Um, well we get in the guy ga- any place that you go down here, they want to show you the cabana or your you know, your lodging they before you actually it before book there. it, okay, which is very nice, courteous, right? So this guy shows us his cabana. And is going over everything, you know, showing us the place and we said, Oh, this is very nice, like And all we want to
1: know is the price. Quanto caso all wanna know is the price. I don't care about anything else, just tell me the goddamn price. I do not care. I slept in a plywood shack before.
0: Right. Like I just want to please tell us us how much it is. And he just keeps going on and on and on about all the amenities and we're like, okay, we get it. Like it's very nice. But how much is it?
1: So we spend 2,000 pesos a night. And if it is really beautiful and we are really in a bind, we will pay 3,000 pesos. Right. Rio Pico, we pay 3,000 pesos. Tonight, we're paying 3,000 pe- pesos. Normally, we like to spend about 2,000 pesos, which is about 20 bucks American. 3,000 pesos, about 30 bucks American. Yeah. This motherfucker. Tell him, Janelle. You know.
0: He wanted close to 7,000 pesos. No. He didn't want pesos. But he wanted US dollars. He
1: knew we were fly fishermen. He knew we had a raft. He knew we were in that country, and he knew we were in his his city And off-season. He knew we had American dollars. And some people down here, he wanted our dollars, and he was pushy. He wanted he was, our dollars.
0: He was very aggressive. We told him no.
1: Over like, and over again. Over
0: and over, and then we were trying to explain that, like, so obviously when you're traveling, I feel like most people have a budget of like what they want to spend yeah. per night on a place. Me food and you don't have whatever. A budget. We have a budget. And this was not within our budget and this guy would not let seven
1: thousand pesos. He would not he would not I kept he telling him about, I don't have any US dollars, motherfucker. Right. I've already changed over my dollars to pesos. I have pesos. He and would then not let he, and wanted, then us he to, wanted
0: us to do, like, a Western Union. He wanted us to he drive an hour us, yeah.
1: away to get a Western Union and come back. I said, if I'm going to drive an hour away up to Trevlin, I'm just going to stay in Trevlin. Yeah. He, man, he so, pissed me off. We argued. He was, like, so pushy. Finally, we just walked out.
0: Yeah. I, I, we apologized and we said, sorry, but yeah. no thanks. So
1: like, we drove up to Trevlin, and Janelle almost cried when we got to these cabanas. <laughs> these are the nicest cabanas yet. And so, it's the nicest guy. It's just an old man all by himself. Nobody's been here in twenty days. It is the best cabanas yet, and he wanted three thousand pesos. I said absolutely. Absolutely. Normally, me and Janelle go around and look around. I said, "Nah, this this is worth every penny." Yeah. So.
0: For sure, beautiful, beautiful cabana. I think we're 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 going to stay here for a while. Yeah. I hope. I I think we might stay here here for seven days.
1: Now, this guy, I'm going to offer U.S. dollars to tomorrow. We'll see if he takes it. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to see if we can stay here seven days. We don't like to stay that long in an area, but I think this area has the potential for us to stay here for seven days. It's a beautiful area.
0: Absolutely. So we're
1: going to talk about it tonight or tomorrow. So next week's podcast, we might stay in Trevlin for a week. We're not sure yet. We're not sure yet. Um, anyways, what else you got on your weekly roundup?
0: Uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. We ended up in Trevlin. It's been a good day here so far. The Cabana situation went smoothly. Sometimes it doesn't go as smoothly. Uh, we're right outside of town. We We drove
1: into Trevelin at noon and we wanted to go fishing, but the first thing we did was find a cabanas. Because we did we have we have learned our lesson. We find a we find a place to sleep first and then we go do what we're gonna do.
0: Yeah. So so here we are, yep, in our cabana, trevelin. Hopefully we'll be here for a while.
1: So what's your highs and what's your lows?
0: Highs? Let's wrap this up. Rodrigo.
1: Rodrigo's your high.
0: Yep, meeting him that was really cool. Uh, the nice fishing that we got into. And my highs was him. my rainbow. Yeah,
1: my big ass rainbow trout. What's Which your is lows? Also the
0: same day. Low, looking for a cabana and That was very stressful. Uh, that was the first time this trip that I was like, "This sucks." And that was the like, first time
1: you and have like really argued, like yelling at each other, like <laughs> shutting down, like not. I mean, no, seriously. No, it was. Like, like, like we were, we didn't want to talk to each other. Like, it was just driving in silence. Tell me where the next cabana is at.
0: It was just super frustrating. It was like, like you make a
1: decision. You make a decision. Like, just yelling at each other. Like, I'm done making decisions. What do you want to do? Like, we have, like, tw- 10 minutes left of daylight. Otherwise, we're going to go sleep, by- sleep in our car. Like, make the decision now. Yeah. Like, do you want to keep driving 30 minutes up this road to another cabana to get struck out? Yeah. Do you want to turn around and go another 30 minutes to get struck out of this cabana? Do you just want to drive down to the river and get dinner? Like, fuck meeting up with a Rodrigo. Like, what do you want to do? Like, it was stressful.
0: Super stressful. So, was stressful. that was my low. Um, what were your, What was your high and low?
1: My highs was my rainbow. My lows was Rio Pico. I really wanted to fish Lago 3, but we spent two days there. Yeah. And today would have been a third day of striking out. I mean, we can't dedicate four days to fish one lake. We just cannot do that. No. So it's hard to make a decision to leave, but we had to leave. I know some people are going to be pissed off. The guy, Justin... From Big Sky Anglers, who's a was an amazing connection down here out of West Yellowstone, he gave us some flies for Lago 03. Mm-hmm. And I felt real bad because, like, he gave us his personal flies. And, like, we, you know, three days of shit weather. We just couldn't get on. And we just couldn't it just – I feel real bad. I wanted to say, but you just – I'm so very happy. So you need
0: to know when to call it, though. Yeah, like, knowing, it no, knowing
1: where we ended up at, I'm very happy. Yeah. Very happy. But that was my low, though. Yeah. You know, you always hate to admit failure. I kind of feel like we failed Rio Pico.
0: A little bit. But so, –
1: Uh, Lesson of the week.
0: First thing you do when you get to town is find a place to sleep. Anywhere you go, that is my lesson. We figured that out the hard way in Koyaki. And, yeah, what's your lesson?
1: Be prepared for the coronavirus quarantine. Quarantine? What's the word I'm looking for? Quarantine. Uh, Janelle hates when I – I do this all the time. What do I do, Janelle? What do you mean? What do I do all the time? You
0: obsess over things. You read about the coronavirus No, no, what do I always do? What do I do when
1: I get to Florida? What do I do when I get to Montana? What do I do?
0: You tell me. No, you, what are you tell people. It?
1: What do I do? What's the first thing I do when I get to Florida? The keys. What's the first thing I do?
0: What's the first thing you do?
1: Yep. What do I buy? A shit ton of.
0: Like vitamins. No, no.
1: What do I buy a shit ton of?
0: Try. I don't know. Just tell me, please. What do I
1: buy today? A lot of.
0: Hand sanitizer. Rice. Oh. Oh. He's like a doomsday prepper. Is that what? you're...
1: That's <laughs> what I'm trying to get to. My I, God. You missed the punchline. What's the first I, thing I do when I get to Florida?
0: Doomsday prep.
1: What's the first thing I do when I get to Montana.
0: Doomsday prep. What am I doing right now? Doomsday prepping.
1: I, I am very prepared. I mean, Italy is—you can't fly into Italy right now. I'm very prepared that our, that we're not going to be allowed to fly home. T- I hope
0: that's not the case. I don't know. But I don't it want is to getting scary. I know it's getting scary, but I'm I'm that kind of person that likes to like not deal with this kind of stuff until it's an actual issue. And or I'm the, the type of person like where
1: I'm like, I hey, guess what? Like, there's a shit ton of rice in the store, so I buy a shit ton of rice. And uh, just, I mean, we have enough fishing supplies, we can always catch fish. You got rice, fish, water, we will, we will survive a pandemic. So I am prepared. Lesson of the week. Folks, you guys think I'm fucking around, I would go buy some rice. That's what the Chinese live on. <laughs> I'm not shitting you.
0: I know, I shouldn't laugh. But-
1: you shouldn't laugh. A 10-pound bag of rice, folks, will last you for a month. If you have rice and water, it will. you will stay alive. You will stay alive canned tuna, canned tuna rice. It's what we ate in New Zealand. I mean, it it, it will keep you alive. Just letting you know. <laughs> um, all right. That's it. We're going to spend seven days here. Maybe. Who knows?
0: We'll figure it out. See how the week goes. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. See how our week does go. By tuning into next week's podcast, uh, we're not sure if we're going to be here and traveling still or if we are be moving on. Yeah. So. We're going
1: to get back to Barloche. Uh We're down to like 30 days. So things are going to start moving fast. Uh, we weren't going to go to Mendoza, which is the wine capital of Argentina, but now Mendoza is back on the table.
0: Because
1: so. Rio Pico sucked and we didn't go down to the glacier. So now uh, Mendoza is back on the table. We're not sure if it will stay on the table, but it is back on the table. I real happy.
0: Yes. I'm very excited. So. Very, very excited. So uh, stay tuned for next week. Bye-bye. Adios.